0: My name is Nobody. I can't tell you my last name. I can't tell you where I live, but I can tell you that this is The Axe Files, a show where a handful of weirdos talks about every single Animorphs book in order, and I'm joined this week by the most wanted criminal this side of the Andalite homeworld, it's Vivian.
1: Happy Final the Sunday to everyone. Of course, by this point, Gundam kind of Witch Mercury has ended, so that won't actually maintain much.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is going to be months from now. It's like, come on. Um, <laughs>
1: not eh, not um, months, like a month from now. It'll be August, roughly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're also joined by the most elegant <laughs> street on Earth, it's Kate.
1: The hell are y'all
2: talking about?
0: Uh, the new Gundam show's last episode and aired today
1: yeah the, the gay condom oh
2: okay i see yeah, uh so, so, iron-blooded orphans okay
1: yeah yeah I, I haven't no 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 oh, good which were mercury ibo was the previous oh. season oh well then i have no fucking clue what you're talking about okay. uh <laughs> so let's the main character she's the little like nervous redhead pilot, okay two, that i have no context
2: for that so it has no meaning okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> it's good it's gay go watch it it's only 24 episodes that's too that's too much gundam
0: now counterpoint uh nimona is also good and gay and it's only one movie so true it's
2: a lot better i'll i'll consider that so uh (laughs) we're finishing this we're finishing the book
0: we are we're finishing a book today ah i love it when we finish a book Mostly, I love I it when mean, they finish that... a book because it feels like the last, the entire plot always happens in the last five chapters.
1: <laughs> like yes. every every time, like clockwork. Yeah, <laughs> that just means that next <laughs> week, next week we get to uh, go through the usual to represent. This is what morphing is. These are what the are. This is what yurks are.
2: If I
0: remember <laughs> book time. seven correctly, it might be kind of a weird one.
2: <laughs> I think I think that does decrease over time because I will. No, I'm it absolutely does. I I've been reading ahead a bit. Gasp. uh and book book 10 actually gets right into it uh <laughs>
1: so yeah. you say a bit and that's like twice the distance of where we are books wise because we have a megamars in there <laughs> oh yep. that is true and you know what that's
2: this is a fun fact about me I really didn't like reading the Megamorphs when I was a kid, so I've never read the first oh, Megamorphs. Oh. <laughs> so this yeah. is the first book we're getting to that I haven't read. Well uh, not, not 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 that's that's in that's in two books. Yeah, Number seven first. is next, yeah. and it
0: definitely does open with yeah. some wild stuff, so don't worry about that.
2: <laughs> yeah. Number yeah, we'll we'll talk we'll get into that a little bit when we're done. Uh, summarizing that last chapters of book six, the capture jake's
1: in a real bad spot right now
0: yeah yeah <laughs>
1: I, the thing i still don't get overall with these books is that we keep finding it shows like more chapters than there actually are in the books all the time <laughs> I mean, like half the books we've covered these days have been like oh this says 29 chapters there's really only like 26 and it's like or 23 and it's like hmm I, that's that.
2: I, what what Vivian is referring to I think is the Table of contents yeah, yeah. up there
1: Cause, Yeah, because this um, one basically lists like Three additional chapters and there actually are Because it goes to 27 <laughs> There's only which, 24 which, <laughs> no, did 25. Confu- <laughs> which
2: did confuse me I will say But I don't think that the listeners Have
1: anything to latch on to there No, so, no I mean... unless we were sharing The link to the PDF we use.
0: Well, I can say, like, this was an official PDF release. It happened during COVID. The books were put out like this. So it's not like yeah. this is pirate material. Anyone can find this. It's just that it's wrong.
1: <laughs> yeah, which, which again, is still the, an interesting thing. Because it's like, I guess the table of contents, obviously, would have had to be made because it has hyperlinks to the chapter itself. It's just weird how often it's just wrong and has, like, three extra chapters that don't exist. <laughs> <sighs> Well, yeah, Because I, I looked ahead we to book must... seven. Book seven is accurate. <laughs> we must find the lost
2: chapters.
1: <laughs> the lost chapter of more stupid pitiful escape attempts <laughs> that don't go anywhere. No, I feel like it's just like,
2: okay, the book's over now.
0: Yeah, it really Jake's does.
2: Jake's going to school. <laughs> just... Jake's just hanging out playing Doom. Life, Life continues for a bit. And that's it. That's all it is. <laughs> um, it's what what, hap- what happens between this book and the next one. You know, like what what
1: what not like what uh, sort of slice of life shit happens? Oh <laughs> no! In these three, in these last three chapters, after all the stuff happens, Jake goes to the dentist and describes the horrifying ordeal of being at the dentist.
0: <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's go ahead and jump into it, shall we? Because we've we've bounced around these last chapters a lot, so.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. uh.
0: My first chapter today is chapter 20, which I have titled, You Have to Shoot Both of Us, because, well, we'll get is, there.
2: Wouldn't it
1: Wouldn't it be 19? Didn't we get through? We would have gotten to 18. Uh, yeah, we yeah. Hmm? We, go, we do nine at a time, so we ended on 18, so it would be 19 this time, is where we did left we? off. Yeah.
0: yeah. I thought we'd... Hmm.
1: No, I do this every time that we get to this. Where every time that we're doing that, I'm doing the reading with my notes. I'm always like, okay, we did nine at the you start, first... so where'd we end? So where would we start? Because <laughs> the first
2: episode we did nine chapters. The second episode we did nine chapters. So that's nine 19. plus nine is eighteen. We should be on nineteen now. Yeah.
0: Very well. I will do that then.
1: <laughs> I. Maybe I'm, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. But no, no, like... no, you're right, because I did it myself. I just went through it again. We, <laughs> my previous, I name my uh, my Google Docs each of the episodes, like, each of the uh, chapters we do. The last one ended on 18, so we started 19.
0: Well, that's the yeah, thing, because only... I name the episode files the chapters we do, and the last one I have is listed as 10 through 19, so... <laughs> Clearly, I wrote maybe it down wrong. Nec- we,
2: w- we would have ended up doing an extra chapter then, but um, but we didn't. Okay, <laughs> we didn't. Uh, but yeah, uh, you probably maybe not don't have a name for nineteen if you didn't. If you didn't do that one <laughs> I don't
0: know uh, I mean it's fine yeah. uh, chapter 19 is titled Shatterpoint so we open with okay. the animal animorphs I was just gonna call them the animals what's up with today <laughs> um, <laughs> trying to they're figure out what nice. they're gonna do with Jake um, because so,
2: suddenly the band from the Muppets showed up. <laughs>
0: Now that's the electric mayhem. Drum, Come on. drum.
2: Okay, no, <laughs> animal is a member. There of you the go. Band. Okay.
1: Yeah, he, it's he... just a bunch of him. It's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I feel like in a lot of cases, I don't know I be a little more reliant and less chaotic than even Axe. <laughs> <laughs> considering how often Axe just gives up the ghost entirely and does not at all try to blend in.
0: <laughs> yeah, admittedly, you can always count on Animal to immediately lose it the second he's applied to any pressure. <laughs>
1: But, yeah. Exactly. uh, Animal would be useful in a fight compared to most of these kids, probably. (laughs) Uh, Animal could kill someone. I believe that. (laughs) I believe in him.
0: I'm sure he has given the way uh, Henson humor works. But, either way, uh, Tobias knows of, like, a shack deep in the woods that they're planning on dropping Jake in. And, for some reason they're going to tie him up, but they're also going to have someone there all the time on him. And, like... I I tying him up seems kind of pointless to me, insofar as with morphing, it's just like a half second obstacle sometimes. But I guess if they're lucky, he'll get the it takes two minutes morph, and they'll have a warning. I don't know. Um.
1: Yeah, it's like them being like, "Well, he's gotta, he's gotta uh, flip a coin, and if it's on heads, then he gets the really fast morph. If it's tails, then we can stop him in time." We just gotta hope he keeps flipping heads. Yeah,
3: basically.
1: Because <laughs> that's 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 one, that's just one thing I always find weird about this, these books, where sometimes people just morph immediately, and other times no. <laughs> I don't think it's random.
2: I think it has to do with how much energy you spend on it and how much uh, like adrenaline there is in your system and, and a variety of factors. I it, think it, that right now it might be difficult because Jake's probably pretty weak physically.
1: <laughs> it, it depends on whether you still have your push yourself for the session available. <laughs> huh? Use an yeah. joke and <laughs> not a D&D joke for once. <laughs> I mean, I
0: appreciate it but it's also (laughs) going to be for a niche audience. Um,
1: (laughs) True. But, to be fair, most of the people who listen to us go off about nonsense like this actually also play Adelon. (laughs) Fair.
0: Um, Regardless, uh, the plan is, roughly, that the Animorphs will, like, rotate shifts babysitting Jake, except for Tobias, who can just be there the whole time, like, because he's a bird and he has no social obligations. (laughs) Um, There's very, like, the yerk is not trying to run or anything he's just kind of standing there so what like when cassie reaches out and takes his hand he's just there and analyzing their weak points uh he seems to think that cassie is the weak link of the squad so clearly he's not reading jake's memories very effectively um (laughs) and uh he also thinks that he can persuade marco to just be chill so all right sure whatever if you think you can get marco to go along with, I'm a controller now, it's fine, buddy, just like your mom. We all want this. <sighs> yeah. Bad, 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 bad. I think this yerk specifically is the bad one and the rest of them are okay.
1: Um... To, to be fair, from what we do see of this yerk in these chapters, he is pretty stupid.
0: <laughs> it's like, this guy and Visser 3 have single-handedly ruined the invasion of Earth. They would have won years ago if not for them.
2: Just. Just a just a pair of like a Dumb and dumber. Type duo, <laughs> just um. Uh, yes. I mean the fact the fact that this Yurk has not been suspicious of Jake thus far <laughs> is kind of a point toward that. I mean, well,
0: yeah, fair but yeah uh so the other animorphs start talking to jake as if he's listening but not actually there which is true but it makes that york who's pretending to him be all weird and he's still trying to defend himself like so what what's a uh, I, yeah okay i said a slur at axe but that's fine i do that all the time it happens when you're stressed <laughs>
1: You know, it's, it's like uh it's like Grace always using the slur for denizen just in casual conversation even with other denizens. It's fine. <laughs> I intentionally never used the slur they have during the coverage of Book Three of the Finning Train we did. <laughs>
0: Meanwhile I did it every time because I think it's important to get that point across. Fair.
1: Uh, Feels bad though. <laughs> sure does.
0: At any rate especially coming from um, a
1: black character. <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, so Axe is now trying to provoke the yerk by just like going, how many Yurks were in the pool, huh? It was great. We, we sure did kill a lot of yerks. This was a fantastic day. And while this does annoy the <laughs> yerk, um, he manages to do the, I'm not happy when any creature has to be destroyed thing. And according to Jake, this is exactly what he would have said, but I'm not sure I believe that. That doesn't sound like, like, the yerk is not using Jake's speech patterns here. <laughs>
2: Uh, it, it sounds more like Cassie, yeah
0: Well, even then, like, this might be a thing Jake said But he wouldn't say it this way Because it's it's just very yeah. elaborate And Jake is a 12-year-old um,
2: I'm never happy when any creature has to be destroyed but I don't feel any pity for those jerks. They're out
1: to enslave us <laughs> We did what we had to Yeah. <laughs> meanwhile, a little teenager would be like Fuck yeah, that was rad <laughs> Even, like, I don't
0: know that Jake would be celebratory, exactly, but he also would not be talking like a character from a 1940s radio drama.
1: He has a lot of smugness yeah. throughout these chapters, that this one yerk in his head slowly dying. I feel like Jake <laughs> would not at all have any problem with, yeah, we fried like a hundred of those fuckers. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh,
0: but yes. Um, he takes he Prizer
1: in this yerk's death, and I super do not remember the yerk's classification, so I'm not gonna bother.
0: <laughs> Temrash.
1: I... I feel
2: I feel like he has a personal reason to dislike this particular All year fair I yeah. think I think in a general sense in a general sense Jake is not
1: really a fan of slaughtering. I mean, he's like, Like what, he's like like second on the bottom of the kill list or something, right? I mean, he is absolutely
0: on the top of the kill list, because we gave him 85 points last week. I mean,
1: (laughs) yeah, yeah, fair, but besides that, he was at the bottom, besides Cassie, right, I think?
0: Um, Let's see, prior to the points last week, he would have been tied with Morco for second to last place, Axe is at the very bottom.
1: Okay, fair, because Axe has only been around for, like, two books. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) but three, I guess.
0: Yeah, Cassie is in fourth place. so, Which
1: is, which is honestly surprising, because it's like... I mean, I guess every time we see Yax actually uses like, uh, sword tail, he's just chopping people's hands off. That's not death. Yep. <laughs> Even though, like, I mean, we could probably extrapolate that those bodies are no use to the surgery so he probably kills them anyway. <laughs>
0: um, so the Yurk does, like... When he says the thing about not wanting to kill things, Cassie gives him a weird look, and he interprets this as her doubting that he's your-confested, but uh, I really don't think that's the case. Like, he's pretty well established by this point that he's... (laughs) So...
1: Yeah, I, I don't know why the jerk is like, "Oh, your friends are starting to doubt that I'm actually a jerk," and it's like you were confirmed to be a jerk because you used the slur about the Andalite, and everybody else is like, "Well, that just proves it."
2: I, I, I feel like the puzzle expression Cassie is is looking at him with the one that that um that uh, Temrash interprets as being like a sign of of, of doubt that that Jake is infested. Is really just like, why are you talking like a character from a nineteen forties radio drama? <laughs> like, Fair. <laughs> I'm. Yeah. Like that doesn't make sense for you, Jake. It also doesn't make sense for the Yerk. <laughs> J- J- Jake
1: speaking like he's on an old-timey radio. <laughs>
0: yeah. No. I mean, it's it's very strange. But either way, they start marching him through the woods out to that shack that Tobias is talking about, and Jake is barefoot because they did just come directly from that last mission, so morphing clothes but uh, he doesn't actually feel the hurt because the Yurk is, like, absorbing it, which does seem weird. You would think the Yurk would let pain get through. That seems like a thing that would keep a host in check. I don't know. It, um,
1: it's like whenever you're at the amusement park for the entire day and you don't feel it until, like, later that night when you're trying to fall asleep and you're like, oh, God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe, yeah. But um, in this head, though, Temrash is, like... Jabbering about how this is a waste of time And they cannot possibly hold him Because since you can morph You are the ultimate escape artist And I just like Alright, man, sure I guess They also can morph, but whatever (laughs) 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 You're way outnumbered By people who have the same power as you This will surely go well (laughs) But Yeah, um The Yerk does try another attempt To convince Cassie By like saying that... How, how do I say this? Um, they think they're doing the right thing, but Axe just certainly cannot pretend to be Jake. That would be ridiculous. It would be super obvious, and Tom will figure it out, and they'll all get dead. But uh, Rachel just sort of snaps at him and goes, Well, we've all known Jake for a long time, so we'll do it. It's fine. Don't worry about it. And this is not true of Axe, but...
2: <laughs> I, I will say this is the weakest part of their plan it's 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 definitely their only choice uh
0: i'm not sure i agree like they absolutely could all morph jake and take turns being him and not leave it all on axe
3: yeah i I mean it it mostly comes
1: down to like at school and stuff because they kind of can in that case
0: yeah that's certainly true
1: like it really would just be like in the morning and after school kind of deal well, they could pretend to
2: be sick. Yeah, that would be super easy. True,
1: yeah. Um, they could pretend to be sick, they could take turns, and then they wouldn't have oh, well, someone well, who... Was that also the plan for X to stay home, basically pretend to be sick, since then you didn't have to go to school? Because, again, I think I would we discussed hope so. that of, like, because... how how would he keep morphing and unmorphing and Jake and everything at school?
2: I, I think I think I remember something like that being mentioned. I don't know for sure. Um, yeah,
0: no, it would just be very then... difficult to blend in at school, considering like the boss of Yorks is there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: And then they, uh, well, the
1: second, the second boss. The, okay, yes, uh, the, the, the sub mini boss, boss of yeah. <laughs> the vice president. Of yeah, the vice president. Your yeah, corporation. No, yeah, you, you got to beat the sub boss in order to get the bow, so you can actually fight the proper boss. You can't, the... you can't fight the boss unless you shoot it in the eye in order to make it a susceptible to sword attacks.
2: He's. I was. I was gonna say he's like the Darth Vader, but no, Visor Three is more like the Darth Vader. He's more like the Grand Moff Tarkin. Yes, excellent. Uh, Good job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um.
3: Um. But yeah. Uh, so no,
2: like. Yeah, but th- then then they wouldn't have, uh, you know, a guy pretending to Jake who literally can't stop being weird. <laughs> so,
0: he's pathologically incapable of not being weird, and that's why he's in the Weirdos Club. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes, I oh,
3: know. <laughs>
0: uh, so, he, he just keeps trying to convince them, like, this can't work, it won't work, but uh, they like, while he wasn't paying attention and on this walk, Axe apparently morphed Jake, like, I don't know how you disguise the sound of going from being a quadruped to a biped, but they did it. So, there he is. Um, there, yeah. Uh, back to chapter 20, which, um, I've forgotten the title of, but I said it once already. Uh, uh, yes, you have to shoot both of us. Um, They are both Jake now, and Jake is kind of marveling at how perfect of a copy this is, and Axe points out that he morphed, like, a while ago and has just been watching the way Jake walks and moves to, like, study him and see if he can figure out how to do this thing, which does, like, that's a good... Straight up, good plan. If you observe the thing you're morphing, you're probably going to do better at it. But he cannot stop himself from playing with the syllables and doing the the bu- t- thing So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Perfect
2: plan. It, uh, it makes me... So I've been wondering... I, I can imagine thought speech is able to transmit meaning in such a way that, that it's not necessary that Axe is able to speak English... How can Axe speak English when he's in human morph?
1: How did that happen? <laughs> How does that work? Uh, I mean, maybe he copies... Uh, he downloads uh, your fucking uh, speech-to-text equivalent or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> or text-to-speech uh, whenever he gets your DNA. Could Axe speak French
2: in human morph? Maybe. Oui, oui. Could Axe um, speak Japanese? I, would I
1: it, should... Presumably if the it, if the person he got DNA from could.
2: Right? D- L- language isn't part <laughs> of your DNA, what? Shh,
1: don't worry, look, I wouldn't put it past Adam Morris, the series that is like claim that whales are mystical beings. <laughs> whales are mystical beings. They're
2: not, they're not, they're not like as, as, uh, perfect and pure as, as, as they are in, 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 uh, in, in that book, but they're definitely mystical beings.
0: I guess what I would say is that you do seem to pick up the method of communication of the animal you're turning to. Like Cassie and the other like Cassie at the very least definitely did get that mm. like dolphin whale telepathy thing going on. So
2: But that that's implied <laughs> to be instinctive. I
0: yeah, but also she summoned five whales by calling for help.
2: <laughs> Again, it's implied to be instinctive though. <laughs> Then again, it it is actually... Whales do have, like, different languages. Like, if if, if you... Different, like, different populations of whales in different areas have different um, ways of communicating, uh, at the very least. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they have syntax, so it might not be good to call them languages, but they have different clicks and squeaks and patterns and shit that they make. So, I don't know. Maybe... (laughs) Maybe, maybe that's, I don't know.
0: As far as I know, eh. no one in this series ever morphs someone who speaks a language that is not English, except maybe Gallard. So I don't think we will ever get a definitive answer to this. But
2: <sighs> I know that there. I know that later they will morph aliens. Yeah, like, Gallard. That's what I. It's just like H- hork and Taxons, they got they got languages. <laughs> <sighs> taxons it's more like a weird clicky squeaky thing but you know
0: actually now that I'm thinking about it I'm it's been a while I don't think I remember them learning the taxon language so there you go <laughs> I don't know case by case it's... basis um, maybe Axe just learned yeah. English because everyone is talking it around him all the time I don't know
2: <laughs> maybe maybe Adalites are just super good at that yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, anyway, so, the Yurk, like, basically, I-, I keep saying the Yurk because that's what it is in the book, but this dude's name is Temrash, Jake is just specifically refusing to use his name. Yeah, I don't...
1: like, I mean, yeah. I'm even pretty sure that, like, even, like, whenever no, they bring up the Yurk in these chap in these last couple chapters, they never even say his old designation. he's just the Yurk. Yeah, they... I don't think he I'm... actually
0: uses it again after his introduction.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna use it, because it's his name. Yeah. You know what I mean? He at least deserves that. <laughs> well wouldn't he we also need to use his designation, like the number and everything too? rush one one four? I mean it's it's
2: like uh it's it's like I do I don't know, will I will I do I call I don't know your last
1: name, actually. <laughs> but, like, yeah. I, but, w- but like would I but but like would I call I mean, you if I did, would I call you by your last name every single time? <laughs> no, but also, I mean, like, I guess I'm thinking, like, you know, if people are calling Master Chief something but Master Chief, they're usually calling him Spartan 117, not just Spartan. Yeah, fair. but that's
2: not this. That's a different thing. <laughs> that's
1: not this. <laughs> no, it's sci-fi. There's there's alien parasites in both Animorphs and Halo. It's close enough. Don't conflate <laughs> all science
2: fiction together. <laughs> What are- I'm sorry, are you a nerd? Yes. Like is, is- is- is this- is- then why would you just- it's sci-fi, it's the same thing? You sound like my grandmother. <laughs> uh, no, no, you're
1: gonna play your Nintendo.
0: <laughs> at any rate, Temarash is more like a family name than an individual name, but that is okay, so.
1: Yeah, Cause, I mean, that's like basically like the- the batch of yurks whenever he was hatched or whatever, right? Uh, it, it's hatch, not the they batch
0: right? so much as the line of descendants. The The number indicates the specific yurk.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, dear. Uh-oh. Uh, do you know when it happened?
3: Okay. Red. <laughs>
0: Someday when I have all the... it's okay. Computer stuff yes, happens. It happens. Yeah. Do you have a USB stick? One day, when I have all the free time in the world, I'm gonna go back into our first two episodes and re-edit them into a three-episode cut, so it's like the rest of our books. Because it's driving me nuts that we have a weird number.
1: <laughs> we were getting our footing and figuring out how long the six uh, chapter-long ones would be.
0: I understand. Also, that, it would but it's still it would be a little bit strange like it.
1: to it would be a little bit strange because like you'd have to edit around stuff like the intros <laughs> from like the. I guess all of them, if you're trying to just uh, Frankenstein it together.
0: (laughs) You think I can't move an intro? I guess. (laughs) I could put five intros in the same episode if I wanted to.
1: (laughs) Uh, That would be a very funny April Fool's joke. We just put out, like, an air quotes bonus episode, and it's just, like, a bunch of the intros we did. (laughs) Not like all the preambles, but it's just, like, we have that... For, like, uh, for both Us those and Axe Files, where it's like, just like the introduction where it's just you saying, My name is Pat, <laughs> or My name is Nobody, just repeatedly for like an hour. Set <laughs> it to fucking, like, disco music.
3: <laughs> it's fine. That's fine, yeah.
0: I will probably look at the Craig first, because the Craig will be a single file. But if that's not viable, then I will absolutely be able to stitch those together without I mean there'll be work, don't get me wrong, but it's not that much work. <laughs> yeah,
1: um, we've had to use we've had to rely on Craig like what, two or three times I think overall for a the main show or whatever, and it's, like, it's... I, I I mean, to be fair, I don't listen to it all the time, but I feel like there was, like, one time it was, like, a little more crunchy audio or something, right?
0: Yeah, I mean... The, the Craig will pick up our voices as they come through in the recording, so if there's any kind of connection issues, if there's any kind of bad, like, transmission, that definitely comes through in the Craig, but otherwise, it's fine.
3: Yeah. Ha,
0: <laughs> <laughs> ha, Hey, it happens to everybody. Okay. Sorry. All right. Um. Um. Well, the thing that's happening here is that uh, Temrash like. He sees Axe do this weird syllable thing and basically gets all cocky because obviously that's not going to pass. The parents are easily going to see through something's weird and Tom will obviously figure it out. And this apparently was the Animorphs' final test. Uh, I guess their logic was that if this was really Jake, he would help Axe to pass as Jake and not say that it wouldn't work. And this is such a bad test. This is why I titled the chapter You Have to Shoot Both of Us because it's so <laughs> dumb. Like, guys, you, it, it's a coin flip. Like, regular Jake almost certainly would have said this was a bad thing also. <sighs> but no. So they finally get him to the shack and, like, there's it, it's old and abandoned. And there's some, like, trash beer cans strewn around in a bird nest up there and it's i don't know what this place is meant to be but uh it's it's a prison now so they tie jake up and uh they say Um, that they're gonna
3: loosen
2: from what you were saying earlier about about uh this this idea that that it's obviously a yurk because Jake isn't going along with this. I feel like what Jake would have probably done, or at least would have hoped Jake would have done, was suggest a better plan. I agree. You know, like, <laughs> like he'd, he'd he'd still be like, okay, fine, quarantine me. That should be our our strategy. Anytime anyone is is maybe yurked, but like, <laughs> you can do better than this. You know, you can you can have like. Sure, Axe Ax can help, but maybe not all the time. Maybe Axe shouldn't be me all the time.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, because again, like, it's it's been, like, roughly, like, what, a month since Axe joined them, and Axe still has not been practicing words or human mannerisms even after the colossal disaster of him stealing people's food at the food court last book. There's, like, there's, like, because, again, I've been reading
2: ahead there's 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 stuff that is mentioned later on that like axe needs to be practicing that he's not he is explicitly <laughs> yeah. not doing that because he doesn't but, want to <laughs>
1: see the better thing here would be axe pretends to be one of the other kids and be sick and stay at home despite he has plenty of time to have to unmorph and morph back and everything when nobody's around because people would be out about if he's at home alone and have the other mm. kid who he's standing in for, watch Jake. <laughs> uh, that's...
0: See your reasoning there? That's much harder. I mean, yeah. Cassie's parents are overbearing veterinarians. Okay, okay. They well, would yeah. be in there constantly. Marco lives Fair. in a you... tiny apartment. Uh, Rachel has, has two sisters. Ve- he, has api-
2: he has a better apartment Ca- now, remember? <laughs> Cassie's parents aren't overbearing. They're really hands-off. I mean, they, 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 they demand a lot of Cassie working in the... Uh, the barn i guess that'd be the problem but it's not like they're like trying to keep an eye on where yeah. she is at all times no
0: not not at all i guess i mean like they are i if i'm remembering got, correctly there's chores. a sequence when she gets sick later in the series and they immediately become the most smothering parents possible
2: yeah. oh i see yeah they're like they they want they they're very concerned about her health that kind of
1: thing. yes I yes that. that's what i'm trying yeah, to okay. get
2: at. but yeah
1: I guess, I guess. I mean, Tobias is also easily off that list of potential candidates because Tobias' family doesn't give a fuck about him.
0: Exactly, yeah. Marco is the best candidate, and even that isn't great.
1: <laughs> well, his death is at least, he has a job again now, so it's not like he would just be staying at home all the time.
0: Yeah, no, true, but again, we're talking a small-ish apartment and Axe having to go back into Andalite every two hours. Like, it's hard to not notice that.
1: Fair. Yeah. But what I'm trying to get at is there's better plans than the one they have, which is have Axe try to pretend to be Jake all the time. There is kind
0: of an implication here because of the way they set up this quote-unquote test that it kind of suggests Axe is doing the syllable thing deliberately to try and bait Jake into correcting him. But, like, it's very. As we go forward, he still does it. So, if this is deliberate, then clearly he's just not going to stop.
1: <laughs> <Yeah. sighs> it's, not even li- it's not even like Act has the cover of pronouncing potatoes wrong later on and just being like, I was just trying to say it the way that Samwise says it in the movie. <laughs> potatoes. Yes, well, we'll get there. <laughs> it's. Yeah. It, okay.
2: Here's, here's the thing, though, also. Ax also doesn't have an excuse because he's not the only Andalite we see take a human morph, and he's the only one who does
1: this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but also, Ax is a dumb kid, just like the rest of them. <laughs> That's true.
0: <laughs> I assure you, the next Andalite—if
1: any of these kids actually fully engage their brain—they'd be like, "Yo, hey, we need to actually spend like some weekends hanging out with Ax, doing nothing else but teaching him how to be a human and pretend that'll, to be that'll... human." <laughs> that that that. Hey, we're on,
2: we're early on in these books. Fair now, but the still, the degree to which the degree to which that will have an effect <laughs> is yet to be seen. But okay, just but give it time. Still. Give it time. Axe has only been around for for a little bit, so
1: they should yeah. still have at least been like we need to teach him how to pretend to be human when they were planning their whole earlier last book. Let's have him go into human society with us, kind of deal. <laughs> give it,
2: give it. Well, that that was that was. They weren't planning on having him stick around for very long. Then it, it give it time. He's 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 like not quite a member of the team yet, or he is becoming that. But he's fair. You
1: know, I mean, it's, yeah, he he's the uh, totally... He's the guest star party member who shows up every once just, in a while. Just
2: give <laughs> give give us a chance to get to Axe's first book that he narrates before before you talk about like okay, uh, yeah. their their efforts in this on this front.
0: At any rate, uh, the next Dandelite we see morphing into a human outside of Viscera 3 is also a dumb kid, and he doesn't do this, so.
1: (laughs) So it's just Axe, It's just Axe, yes. Axe apparently just has something with him where he's just like, I'm doing this just to be silly. (laughs)
0: Um, But yeah, so they tie Jake up, and they say that they're going to uh, like, loosen the rope every couple of hours just to make sure he doesn't, like, lose a limb. <laughs> Which, I guess they're, that's a good plan at least. Although, realistically speaking, if they did kill off a limb from lack of circulation, Jake could just morph into something and then grow it back. So, <laughs> doesn't matter that much. But they're dropping, basically, two people there to babysit him. It'll be Tobias, and then Rachel's going to be there for the first shift. So, Temrash is, like not even thinking about what's going on here. He's not planning at all. He's just fantasizing about how he's going to be out of here in a couple hours and tell this three everything, and he's going to get promoted, to be... and...
2: <laughs> to be fair, we are not privy to all of Tim Rash's thoughts, because Jake is not privy to all of Tim Rash's thoughts. The The uh, control here is is one way, so... Temrash is sharing with Jake all of these sort of fantasies of power. He yeah, might like, be planning, like in his in his head, I mean, well, uh, as 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 much as it is him being a little slug wrapped around Jake's brain. Considering uh, how
1: surprised Jake is that oh no he's morphing literally next chapter that seems to imply yeah that he's not sharing his yeah. um, plans with Jake
0: again. We'll get to that. Viv, you yeah. keep bringing up stuff that happens four chapters I later
1: today. <laughs> Not four chapters later, it's literally the next chapter.
0: <laughs> At any rate, um, we do get a little bit of a weirdness here, because he's talking about um, how he's going to go through the fastest series of promotions ever, because he's in the 100s, and he could easily rise to the 90s to be a sub but like that's not how that works works your number is your name so i don't know what he's talking about it, it, here
2: it's it seems like the number can change with rank because it does or like the first digit
0: i think like my best guess here is that there's probably a second number that we're not seeing because like um viscer 3's yerk for instance he still has his same natal number because that's his name but three is also like his rank, so I think well,
2: that sounds like a that sounds like a retcon to me because earlier they specifically say that Temrash's name was not Temrash
1: one one four before it was, it was something else. It was a different number. Yeah, and it he was like, he was like in the two one four. Yeah, he was yeah. like in the two hundred or something, and he's like, yeah, but I got promoted, that's why I'm not in Tom anymore. <laughs> no, yeah. Something. It, it, that that's like
2: something that's specifically stated, and and you're right. I'm pretty sure that Mister Three's number does not change.
0: No, it doesn't. He's like three thousand four hundred something. I don't remember.
2: Uh, uh, it's no. It's he, I, I know it ends with double six because that's important. Yeah, three four six six. Three four six. It,
1: yeah. Um, uh, I mean, so close to having just have him have things number in his name. Well, it's the.
2: A double a double number in a Yerk designation means my mistake. A double number in a in a viscer's a double number in a Yerk's designation means something. It has like significance. We'll learn about that later. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Um but yeah, so he he's just basically blatantly power thirsting about how he might eventually be a viscer because he accidentally managed to infest Jake. Um But as he's doing this, he's like seeing Temrash's Jake is like seeing Temarash's fantasies. It's as though as he's um he, he's daydreaming in such vivid detail that he's actually seeing images, which is not how I think, but if that's how you think, more power to you, I guess. Um.
2: Maybe 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 what he's doing is like using Jake's visual cortex to play little movies. <laughs> <laughs> Cause like Yerk's Yerkes can't see on their own so they have to ha- and and the irk seems to be able to trigger hallucinations essentially to cause jake to see certain things which like wow that would be an interesting tool to
1: use to uh terrify and torture a host um <laughs> being so bored he causes jake to hallucinate the entirety of a goofy movie so that temerash has something to watch while he waits <laughs> Uh, i don't know why well, i temrash thought of that
2: would, i feel like temrash would then well temrash i think could pull all the memory of like even even hidden of the goofy movie out of jake's brain and then <laughs> Wait, play that in he... jake's visual
1: cortex <laughs> now i gotta check was the goofy movie out by the time this book released okay 95
0: yep so, so the book was being 96 yeah, yeah.
1: Hey! Yeah, it, would have, it would have come out the previous year. <laughs> Tem- Temresh, a... wa- wasting an hour and a half watching this, and he's like, wow, they're making another one soon? Oh, I hope <laughs> I live to see that day. And then, oh, my eyes are
2: see an extremely goofy movie. <laughs> there's, a de- there's a decent chance that Jake would have seen it. There's a better chance that Rachel would have seen it because she has younger sisters. Yes. Um, uh, yeah.
0: yeah, so Jake kind of mocks. Uh, Temrash, when he's seeing these fantasies, because he doesn't super know if they're being deliberately shown to him, so his response is scorn, because he is a teenage boy who doesn't believe in dreams. Um, He does believe in dreams. He does, though, because Temrash immediately starts playing back one of Jake's own daydreams, only, like, way more realistic than it ever has been. It's like... He is older, but also looks exactly the same, (laughs) and he's a professional basketball player, and Tom is proud of him. And that is Jake's daydream. But, yeah. (laughs) And, uh, Temrash is, of course, like, very gloating about that, and just, you know, I can play anything I want. Your uh, brain is no different than a computer to me. I can open any file I like. (laughs) Ha ha (laughs) ha ha ha. And Yeah, and then of course they start arguing because Jake is all like, "Okay, well you're gonna be dead in three days, so whatever." <laughs> 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 and
2: Jake just, just
1: being all like, "Skill issue, you, you're gonna be dead." <laughs> I think, I think, I
2: think the cruelest thing that he did was that he had like imaginary Tom congratulate Jake on the great game. That is That's... pretty brutal. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Also, well. Because the other thing is, is that the, the phrase Tom says here is great game as usual, which <laughs> I just love the image of Tom, who used to be the big professional basketball player, sitting there every game and going, oh, yep, he's, he's still good at that, huh? <laughs>
2: you, I, I, I feel like, I don't know, I don't have any siblings, but I feel like you want your older siblings to, you know, to, to, to value what you do. And and I I feel like it's a very natural thing for Jake to want Tom to be like great game as usual you know I, I it's just for for Tom to take an interest and be there at his games and say that he's good at it you know what I mean yeah I I'll, I'll, I'm what I'm what I'm saying is it's, it's 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 an understandable fantasy and it's also kind of a I mean obviously it's a dick move for Temerash to bring this up but also like everyone has thoughts like this it's not. Ooh, look at you, you have this shit. Then again, Jake Jake is, is I don't know, it's it's he's doing this as a response to Jake making fun of his, his aspirations, so <laughs>
0: Yeah. I don't know. I just the thing that stuck out to me is how casual it is. Like I, I absolutely understand the desire for sibling approval, but also <laughs> Tom seems so bored.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, okay. Yeah great game as usual i was hoping to see you like fall on your face or something <laughs> new, you know? it just you're so
1: good every time it gets boring it's the same thing
0: yeah um so i t- guess
1: we're never gonna actually see like authentic tom in a sense huh to um, actually know what he's really like
0: i uh, guess like, we'll like, find yeah. out
1: yeah mm. <laughs> god damn it that's just the answer to everything i ask
0: <laughs> listen it's if you don't ask stuff years, that's a I? spoiler there's 64 of these books everything I you've know. asked is in one of them <laughs> um but yeah so Jake kind of loses it a bit just shouting about how that Yurk is going to die like all the others died and how they're going to lose because you can't control me and the thing is is that uh, that's basically what every post says constantly um, yeah and they're always proven wrong because
1: yes they can't control them
0: <laughs> uh, yep so Temerash calls Jake cringe and then he plays one of Tom's memories <laughs> I'm not joking, that is in the book. Um, (laughs) And yes, then he plays uh, one of Tom's memories of just a few days ago at uh, breakfast, like, having a conversation about the sharing, except this time Jake can feel like Tom's actual memories and emotions as he begs Temrash to leave Jake alone. And uh, Temrash explains that this is like how it always is, because yeah, the host fights at first, but obviously it cannot possibly win, because that's just not how Yorks work, so eventually complacency and then begging and so he's like predicting Jake's future, basically and Jake is just absolutely messed up here because he has just felt Tom's despair at being a slave in his own head for who knows how many years and uh, he understands that uh, Tom wishes to die now so, uh (laughs) uh-oh except he still despite that is able to go a little bit in the offensive and he reminds Temrash that in three days he will be dead and that is the end of these chapters um I did come up with a name for chapter 21 because I was thought I was doing it but I'm not gonna say it so there it's a secret to everyone
1: (laughs) oh no (laughs) It, it, funny that uh, you have a bit of a Zelda reference there, because I actually named the chapter a Zelda reference. <laughs> ah. <laughs> because it's actually my chapter, and I called it "The Lost Winds. because <laughs> it makes sense.
0: Uh-huh. Uh, Mine and... was mm-hmm. "In the Forest of the Night." Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's a poetry uh,
1: joke. Ah, <laughs> uh, there you go. Rather than a... uh, well, I mean, we're we're nerds of two different natures, I guess. <laughs> 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 actually, I feel like I've i am familiar with that poem i think i might have read it back probably
0: it's one of the most famous poems i think
1: <laughs> hmm. it, who's it written by
0: uh william blake
1: that sounds familiar too yeah I, I, again i'm trying to pull from memories of over a decade ago from when i was yeah college, it's though.
0: that is the second it's... line of the tiger by william blake so you it's see a... that
1: gotcha. it's yeah. a companion to
2: his poem the lamb which uh William Blake was very obsessed with, with, with dualities like that. Gotcha.
0: That's the first stanza. But, yeah, you see the joke right. I was making now.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, in any case, uh, it, it basically just starts with Jake informing us that Rachel and the bias were keeping watch over him that first night, and after they had brought him some food, which he describes as like him having eaten, but also him not really eating it, because it's just his body doing it. <laughs> And Jake sort of sleeps for a little while, in the sense that the Yurk in his head basically sleeps, so he kind of does too, even if he doesn't feel it as much. And during that, he has the tiger-hunting Tom dream again, because he just keeps having that same dream of murdering his brother, uh, which the Yurk calls interesting and metaphorical, because, of course, Temerash has to always just be like, I'm speaking the obvious thing here, (laughs) because he's Temerash. And then that's when Jake gets surprised that the Yurk would actually use his morphing abilities against him and his friends, because he's like, oh no, he's turning into an, a night tiger! How could he? How dare he? Because <laughs> basically, like, they re- he realizes that Rachel fell asleep. Jake's basically just concerned that Tamarash might kill Rachel, but he swears he won so that he can deliver four morph-capable humans and a landelite to Visser three. Which, I'll point out, I still just rewrite the V3 in my notes because it's easier. It <laughs> so and I'm sure at some point I'll get that mixed up because, like, how often did I do that with uh, frickin' Swift Wind and uh, Shadow Weaver and always kept <laughs> messing them up because, like, I just put SW in. Like, fuck. Ah, <laughs> come
0: on. What are the odds that there's going to be another V3 in this series? <laughs>
1: Meanwhile, these days I think of SW as Silver Wolf from Star Rail, because I got Silver Wolf. (laughs) Uh, In any case, Uh, yeah, he basically just uh, begins to take off into the woods, but he soon ends up smelling humans nearby, which basically he reads Jake's thoughts, and that tells him that, oh, humans shouldn't be out here this deep in the woods this late at night. Thanks, Captain Obvious (laughs) Temeration. People should probably not be out and about in the middle of the night in in, in the dark, deep woods. (laughs) Who would ever foresee this turn of events but uh jake slash tamara slash tiger takes off running to try to like find their way around but he quickly has to slow down since tigers aren't marathon runners obviously and he learns from Jake's thoughts that his destination has to be south, but he has no fucking idea which direction that is, because he didn't pay attention to, I guess, what direction they were walking towards Shaken.
0: Yeah, it turns out, not having any survival skills is very important when you're an anamorph. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Temrash being like, shit, I don't, I, I have to roll just the, the twenty flat, fuck. <laughs> actually, Temrash probably has a negative wisdom score, <laughs> given what we've seen of him.
0: Well, it's like, because Temrash doesn't know anything about how to survive in the wilderness. Obviously, he's he's a yeah. yerk. But also, Jake doesn't know anything about how to survive in the wilderness, no. and that is super important right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, like if anything, Jake probably actually knows slightly more than him, but it's just like not even enough to be able to find your direction. At night, when there's no sun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's
0: very... Yeah. That's a lot.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, it's it's pretty silly. I mean, obviously, it's like one of those things where it's like, if this was during the modern day, they would have to find a contrivance of, like, we took his phone away, so that's why he can't use Google Maps to find out where he is.
0: <laughs> well, I don't know if you could carry a phone when you're morphing anyway, so...
1: Fair, but also Tobias does carry a watch of him in bird form for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I mean, the tiger could definitely carry a phone in his mouth, and then occasionally he had to be like, Alright, fuck, I gotta more morph to make sure I'm going in the right direction. Yeah, the this seems like a terrible
0: pack. idea, like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> that's just me. <laughs> but yeah. In any case, uh, he basically just decides that it's just best to wait till the sun rises to see which to so this way you can get the civilization but he does eventually have to morph back into regular Jake until he finally realizes that he can just morph into the Falcon to find his way out (laughs) because this this idiot taking this like hours at this point to be like wait you have a fucking bird morph that's way easier and faster (laughs) and can go find their way easier than a fucking land animal obviously uh, basically mid-morph, Cassie attacks in her Great Horned Owl form, which, I forget, did she have this form before, or is this something that she got off-screen?
0: Uh, this is something that she got off-screen, and I suspect that she got it off-screen specifically to throw Temrash off, because, like, Jake knows yeah, what the others like... can morph, right, so?
1: Right, yeah, it's like, basically like, maybe, like, after they left the-, the shack, Cassie was like, hey, I'm gonna go get that, I have one at the bar, and I'm gonna go use that to help, because I can actually see at night better than my other bird can because <laughs> i forget i forget what bird she has from book two but at the same time or book what's book two or, yeah book two is when they start with birds when uh, rachel grabs the gun from the guy
0: generally when they are birds cassie is an osprey
1: right yeah
2: okay. So's marco yeah. it's weird they have the same oh right yeah
1: right that's the point they bring up of like i guess mm-hmm. they're they, i guess they were shy one bird of prey in the in the barn that day so mm-hmm. cassie, got, cassie at least has a different kind of bird now <laughs> So they don't have to have the same one all the time. But yeah. I think Cassie still mostly goes Osprey.
0: Uh, generally, uh, yes. Because owls aren't, like... They're good at well, night, but yeah. they're not, like, distance they, flyers. You know what I mean?
2: They, this, this isn't too much of a spoiler. They'll all get owl just because, like... It's, it's a better bird of prey to be at night. Anytime they yeah. need to fly at night, they'll be owls. Because that makes
1: sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Ever since they had the right kind that to can't see at night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> still very goofy early installment weirdness of like oh yeah I can see you perfectly at night and then the very next book is like Fry, yeah, I, I was lying my ass off guys I can't see it, right? <laughs> can't see shit you you will never forgive them for that will you? It's just <laughs> funny because that's not how bird that's not how hawks work.
0: <laughs> I assure you there is going to be a lot more about not how animals work in this series
1: <laughs> I mean I would imagine it's like you can only do so much research about every kind of animal ever <laughs> you're going to get some things wrong but yeah, in any case, uh, Cassie's in her rival form, and she basically just, like, beat, kind of beats the shit out of uh, Jake slash Temrash while he's in mid-morph, injur- to injure him enough so that he cannot fly and has to morph back, and she says we have thoughts beast that they all knew the Yurk would try to escape, obviously, so Rachel only pretended to be asleep, and that they basically just planned on this whole trap to get Temrash based- fucked over, basically. <laughs> and at this, Jake once again senses Temrash's fear, and he has a grim satisfaction at back because Jake like, seeing these things die. Especially when it's stuck in his head, and... But yeah, but that basically just leads directly into the next chapter. Which well, is there is a
0: little thing here where Jake is just, like, monologuing about owls to the yerk, which I adore.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's something that comes up more in this upcoming chapter, where he's just like realizes I can just bother the shit out of this guy. <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> it's kind of funny that Jake's like, "Well, I might not be able to do anything about my body doing its own thing, but I can sure as fuck just annoy the hell out of you, my guy." <laughs> well,
2: that's that's kind of I think the best thing that you can do as a host. Yeah. That or that, or like if you are, I feel like if you were like a crazy accomplished like Buddhist monk or something and you just had like perfectly developed compassion you might actually be able to use that connection with the brain and the irk to do something with that and maybe turn we'll 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 see we'll see Yurk later not be Me,
1: quite as meanwhile meanwhile i'd probably if i was yeah. in that situation i'd probably just be like singing silly songs on repeat or like, being, like i remember the lyrics of the fucking battle theme of persona 4 get ready to hear that for eight hours my guy <laughs> yeah or you could just annoy the the, the
2: the hell out of the yurk and just talk about anime constantly yeah I mean,
1: like, hey, my and guy, he, guess what? You see in my brain that I have a fucking Owl House podcast? Get ready to hear every his, fucking thing about the Owl House.
2: Because <laughs> people, I mean, I, I, I know Yerks are probably really, um, really used to this or well-equipped to deal with this, although they, they're, they're, they're used to the Geds, so, you know, maybe they're not quite as good as that, but...
0: I don't pe- think pe- the pe- Yerks pe- have ever dealt with someone singing the song that never ends constantly. <laughs>
2: Well, people who actually do hear voices can often be very gravely affected by that mm-hmm. so uh I don't know i th- I feel like yerks yerks do have probably certain techniques they can use to cow their their hosts into obeisance but The Um. the
1: your guidance counselor equivalent just being like, look, just you just gotta learn to just ignore them. They're just gonna get on your nerves. They're doing it intentionally. You just gotta drown it out. And meanwhile, the orc's like, I fucking can't. They're in my literal head. Yeah, (laughs) it's not like it's a bully. (laughs) They're in my they're in my fucking head, not just in my class. (laughs) And they're talking about anime just constantly. Like, I know it's, way it's... too much about fucking Owl House now, and I thought I knew too much just by reading their fucking brain to know how to pretend to be them, and they just keep telling me bullshit nonsense about it. And you know what the <laughs> worst part is? I'm starting to develop opinions! <laughs> well, at that point it's like, well, we gotta get this jerk out of this person's head and flush <laughs> yeah. it on the toilet, we need a new one. Yorks aren't allowed to have opinions <laughs> about stuff. <laughs>
2: Op- opinion but, specifically about yeah. our house. <laughs> it's
1: like it's like the fucking uh, like code twenty three or whatever from Monsters Inc. It's like you gotta you gotta just get rid of this guy entirely. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, and that is just like shaving the guy entirely to get rid of the kid contaminant, but it's, like, basically that. He won't-, <laughs> but the, he won't the extreme of, like, well, oh, this guy's gonna die. This- this host won't stop talking to you about how the Dark Tournament
2: arc is the best arc in Yu Yu <laughs> Show, and- and the thing that really <laughs> disturbs me is the fact that I'm
1: starting to agree! This fucking kid knows every fucking stupid combination of letters <laughs> and numbers that designate every fucking gun them ever made, and it's fucking annoying. <laughs> I that's started how, building. I, gun- have no, I have no idea what any of the detonations are.
2: <laughs> I started building Gunpla. I, <laughs> I looked around myself and I found that I'd collected these figures and I didn't know what they were
1: for. <laughs> this is how we would be riding out. Yeah. For- <laughs> <laughs> This is not at all what happens in the series, I would imagine. <laughs> to be fair, I mean gunplay kinda of started being like a popular thing in America from what I remember, like in early two thousands or a gun wing, so who knows?
2: <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's in infesting a taxon has certain like like it, it this isn't really something that is explicitly stated, so it's not really a spoiler, but like the host does end up affecting the Yerk's personality. I, I I really think it's just like you can't spend that much time in someone else's head without a few things rubbing off on you. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> like it
1: it's it, it's even just like the more you stay spend the time around certain people, like you start to affect like some of their mannerisms in a sense. Yeah. It's just taken to an extreme since you're in your fucking head. <laughs> explains a lot about viscer 3 honestly <laughs> but um
2: but, I mean, well this is
0: why i maintain that uh, doing the song that gets on everyone's nerves or the song that ever ends is like the best option here because if you can broadcast yeah. to the yerk then you just never have to stop you don't have lungs while you're in your head yeah. so mm-hmm.
1: got it a yerk inside the trans person's head just starting to actually have gender thoughts for the first time ever <laughs> That's when you de- that's when the Yurks definitely have to flush that Yurk down the toilet because they don't know anything about gender. <laughs> they
2: they they have preferences. They? I don't know. They, I mean, <laughs> they, 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 they do end up some do end up developing preferences for certain gender. Bodies oh yes. Over the other, um, I know Visser One. I'm pretty sure is an example of that. Yeah, Vissar One
0: specifically uh, explicitly prefers to be a woman.
2: Yeah. Hmm. Um. Alright, so why don't we keep going?
1: <laughs> yeah, we should probably keep going because I got to the start before I even saw the chapter title That I came yep. up with before we talked about <laughs> Uh Chapter 22, which I've called A Pack of Trouble, continues right From where we left off last chapter With the Yerk basically flipping through Jake's morphing memory To find a way to escape from Cassie He thinks about how she has the same time limit That he does, so eventually He's just gonna get away But th- Jake basically reminds him, well, it's like Well, Rachel, Marco, and Axe are also around somewhere In some form, so fuck you well, he doesn't bring up Tobias, I guess, because he knows what Tobias would be. But it's like you kind of just omits Tobias here. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing your boy dirty. Mm-hmm. Uh, the York basically thinks that an owl cannot spot a flea or an ant around, but he immediately gets pissed in, that these options won't work because of their pitiful speed. <laughs> they can't get anywhere. <laughs> right? <way. laughs> Easily get caught. And Jake just starts to talk to him a whole bunch by stating obvious facts, clearly to try and distract his body snatcher. So yeah, Jake starts talking about them. Gund- <laughs> Uh, The York settles on the wolf To try and escape Cassie Because he's like, well, maybe uh, Something bigger and actually stronger Than a flimsy bird with hollow bird bones Would be better And he is technically right because uh, Cassie does have to keep her distance Because birds really can't attack wolves very easily And he basically realizes But, uh, oh, he isn't. Jake Starts to realize that the wolf bind Hasn't been the built-in direction to find civilization Which I kind of get Because it's like, uh, you know Wild animals usually want to steer weird, steer weird, uh, steer, steer away from humans because they usually get hurt or captured or whatever if they're near people. And well, those are kind of hard, <laughs> right? So it, can, it kind of makes sense. It's just a little bit where He's like, wow, they have built-in Google Maps. They know where they know where civilization is and where more woods is.
3: <laughs> but
1: yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's it's strange. <laughs> But yeah, but uh. It's a neat power. Temer- he, he, pre- yeah, he's like. It's like that fucking stupid uh. feat that lets you tell what way. Which direction is Cardinal North and like be able to tell what time it is. <laughs> it's like. It's. Yeah, that's just stupid flavoring. You don't really need that stuff. <laughs> yeah. So weird. It, that's such a weird half feat. <laughs> uh. But yeah, but it does uh. Tamaras quotes about how Jake's friends will be powerless to stop him once he gets within view of other people. And he's like, ah, they can't do shit. <laughs> and jake of course at this point has to call him arrogant to which the yerk brings up how its species rules the taxons conquered the hork vizier and this is the f- pretty sure the first time we get mention of these other two races that the uh Yurks have conquered right uh, and the last it's
0: true these are the uh, only to- this is the only time that the stram and the mac are ever mentioned
1: <laughs> oh i I I, was about, I I was about to pronounce it as strom they they meant they
2: mention the, these early books have a habit of mentioning. Planets the Irks have conquered that will never show up again. Mm. Um, the only ones I think we get clear indication of in the future are the Horcbegir and the Taxons. But uh yeah.
0: Horkbagier and Taxons yeah. are the only ones we have like explicit confirmation that they have actually conquered. There are several other battlefronts that we'll see, but we don't know yeah
1: like... <laughs> So we don't well, even and, get and, we don't even get that much about the Ged, even though the Ged were the first ones they <laughs> took over well the... the ged the ged were native to the irc home world yeah that's oh. that's
0: not a conquer yeah. thing they're just right that's, there they evolved that was, together. Their, that was their
2: natural their natural host was the ged
1: gotcha uh, okay but yeah but yeah he basically says that and it's he's basically like well obviously humans are next on the menu but the end will be saved for last because fuck them especially i guess <laughs> which i had to not... bring up you probably you probably want to deal with the species who actually has interplanetary travel and laser guns more than well the people the secret, stuck on one planet.
2: <laughs> the secret is they can't. That's why they haven't conquered the Andalites. They can't do it yet. They're not powerful I mean, enough. I guess it makes sense considering they only have one Andalite body. <laughs> and we'll learn later how they conquered uh, how, how they how they uh, conquered the um, the Horpazir and allied with the Taxons, and it's. Like yeah, it's impressive that they were fighting the Andalites at the time, but it's <laughs> not really, it's not really anything to write home about. The yeah, you know, it. To be honest, humans are more of a challenge.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's
1: I guess yeah, conquering I, I, the Horde-Bajir
0: I... is a military victory, sure, but it's a military victory in the same way buying a house is a military victory. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it, it's it's a military victory. In the same way that like I don't know, it's 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 not a it's not an even it's not an even matchup. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we we'll get into that we'll, later. There are, we'll, there's we'll get there's, there eight
1: years from now, I guess. <laughs> there's the if there's a chronicles book about it. But okay. yeah. At any point, uh, at this point they start hearing howling in the distance, which Jake realizes is his friend's basically trying to, uh, aggro the pack of wolves from book three. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> somehow Jake is like, oh, we're in the same vicinity, and it's like, how do you know this? <laughs> how do you know yeah, you're in he, the exact same part of that woods where you met the wolves, my guy?
2: <laughs> and you know what's funny is the kids are actually being good at strategizing now. They're yeah, like, for tr- once. <laughs> they're like using using the environment around them, anticipating the next move.
1: Is, is this it- I think just saying that Jake has been the thing holding them back with not making good plans because they don't have <laughs> access to Jake, so all of a sudden they're like, wow, we can actually think of plans now that we don't have that dumbass being the leader. No, I,
2: I, th- I think they're just, um, because Jake doesn't really, Jake doesn't really make plan. like, he kind of does, he makes plans in the moment, but. He
1: kind of takes act like, he kind of takes direction when, when it comes to things when, rather than.
2: When it comes to planning out their moves beforehand, he, he's more of a mediator, but, yeah. uh. It, no, I, I think they're just kind of starting to get maybe a little bit good at this. They've learned a lot about this forest is, is they've
1: spent a lot of time here specifically. Yeah, it's basically their so... home base. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're they're intentionally pulling the ads when you're not supposed mm-hmm. to do that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they, they're they doing that because they're trying to basically lure the pack of wolves <laughs> to get in the way of Tim Rice's latest escape attempt. <laughs> anyway, who would have
0: bet that the the wolf pack would come back before Melissa? Like,
1: <laughs> uh, Nope, because Melissa got a name drop in book 3 from Tobias. That's so not the same thing as yours. coming back. She, she was seen, at least, when Tobias flew into the mall. She got name dropped as Rachel's friend. I count that as coming back before the wolves did. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that's not coming back. Rachel she wasn't on
0: screen. Had... They just mentioned her.
1: <laughs> no, I think Device said that he saw her at the recital too. If someone say... says they,
2: well, I don't you know. Have to I to look this up now. <laughs> I don't remember that. But look at it, look it
1: up look it up later. Yeah, that would... yeah, <laughs> yeah. Rather than in the middle of me doing my descriptor. Okay, but in any case uh, Temarest tries to basically just go. Full pedal to metal trying to outrun the wolves, but the, the actual pack of wolves do actually just cut him off, so he's fucked. And at this point, Marco just casually walks on up behind him while there's also <laughs> wolves around that would not just... Like, wolves would still be growling at him, but they just don't. <laughs> they just don't seem to care. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but he walks in, up with Rachel as an elephant behind him, and he tells uh, Tamarash that he's fucked if he tries anything, and that he should just come back to the shack like a good little boy because it's called out. <laughs> <laughs> basically, does not exactly what he says. <laughs> uh, but Jake feels the Yurk basically just give up immediately in that moment, and he realizes that at the, this point that Yurks will do anything to win, but the moment things don't go their way, they just shrivel up in cowardice, so good job, Yurks. <laughs> I don't
2: think it's that it's the moment they don't go the, that things don't go their way. I think it's it's the moment they realize that they cannot win, or they yeah, think they fair. cannot win. They'll they'll back down and stop fighting because they don't see yeah. a point. Yeah, um, but... it's it's like a logical sort of thing, but it, it yeah, it's it's not how humans work.
1: <laughs> no, nah, because because that makes him more convinced that they can defeat them. Because humans are basically too stupid and/or stubborn to roll over and die like t- jerks apparently are. <laughs> I don't think it's stupid.
2: Well, it's I don't. I think it's stubborn. I don't think it's stupid. I think it's crazy. I think humans are too crazy.
1: The York yeah. calls it madness. <laughs> And
2: yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I, see, I I'd say that's a, probably an it's, accurate it's summation a,
1: it's of what a, it is. It's a real like I just couldn't help but think of like all the times that Shepard <laughs> just is talking to the Reapers, being like, "We'll beat you because we're humans and we don't know when to stop." And it's like, my guy, you are just like constantly maneuvered by the uh, by the Reapers at like every stage in Mass Effect Three, well, basically. Uh, like
0: well, yeah. <laughs> I, I guess I see where you're coming from, but I feel like that is an extremely like. The reapers are not the yrks that's that's
3: <laughs> hmm. it's the, one the thing reapers to say are... you're going to
0: win when they're, like, slowly and quietly invading your planet. It is another thing to say you're going to win when they have already wiped out 80% of your species.
2: Yeah. The Reapers are about a billion times the threat that the Erks yeah, are. Yeah, like, like
1: the Re- the Reapers aren't as covert, but they are way more deadly and dangerous.
2: Look, they're, co- they're both.
1: They're <laughs> covert at first until
2: it's time fair, to yeah, bring in. yeah.
1: Yeah, they do The actually giant kinda, sentient warships. They, they do kind of just, like, get around a lot of shit that they really should not. <laughs> 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 to be fair, a lot of that is the fucking useless counselors being like, uh, Reapers don't fucking exist. That sentient starship we had to deal with in the first game, that was just a one-off. <laughs> don't, All <right>. don't <laughs> Yeah, but in, in any case, basically, like, to just, just finish out the chapter here, Marco and Rachel walk off, and Cassie lands by... In owl form to basically just escort them back to the shack <laughs> Which mm. rest just agrees to Because he's just out of ideas
2: <laughs> I've called chapter
1: 23 Kendrona starvation blues
3: <laughs>
2: Uh <laughs> So, uh, the next morning, Temrash tries morphing an ant, because about three feet before being <sighs> ripped apart, you'd think that he'd be able to look into Jake's memory yeah, and see, that wouldn't work. Yeah,
1: if he it has, like, the rest of the night, basically, to think about, like, what other Morris's kid got, he would be able to be like, oh, yeah, the ant thing was real fucking bad.
2: <laughs> First off, ants move, like, super slow. Yep. <laughs> He's not gonna get very far. Mm-hmm. Secondly, there's just so many things out there that will murder an ant, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, it, he he talks about how savage the planet Earth is, how much tame the world when they take it over. He seems angry at the planet Earth
1: itself. Uh, it's like, why did we I, have the misfortune of coming to this fucking planet? Yeah, there's I'm too just, many I fucking understand. species. Everything's eating each other.
2: Fuck. Well, that's, the, that's the thing is that the biggest threat to the Yerks, especially to rash right now, is the planet itself in insofar mm-hmm. as that's the weapon that the animorphs are using against them
1: yeah if i get, Earth I get, I, wasn't, he's not, he's, not wasn't look, he's not looking through jake's memory to be like wait what's the fucking song from lion king about the circle of life oh the, the circle, circle of life, of life. <laughs> yeah no and and, and uh, let's not get sued by disney uh <laughs> and and it's, mean, we it, have it, the it's, full fucking owl house theme and stuff like that on the main show we haven't been sued yet
2: uh well <laughs> not big enough yet uh so i mean if if earth wasn't so i guess in in the context of this series so diverse and and well tough neighborhood as as rachel will call it um it would be the animals probably wouldn't be as uh Formidable, as they are. <laughs> I mean, there's obviously giant monsters and other planets and stuff, but apparently, there's not the variety of giant monsters <laughs> that are on Earth. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, eventually, though, the 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 condrona starvation starts to, to to set in. It becomes difficult for the Yurk to concentrate. Temrash is growing weak with hunger, and there's sort of an evaporation of arrogance there's there's a, a a despair that's washing over him he still um has fantasies of being rescued he, he still thinks that he might be but it's no longer gonna be him doing it he's no longer he no longer feels as if he can escape and if he gets back to the other yorks he's not going to be lauded as a hero who, who who destroyed the animorphs he'll be seen as a a fool who got captured by kids
3: <laughs> and
2: um you know he he could he try to think of clever ways to to outwit his friends but he can't be sure what's in the woods he can't be sure what forms jake's friends will take he tries to take on a bird shape he tries to go peregrine falcon and while he's morphing, Tobias just swoops down and grabs his skull and his talons and says that if he doesn't morph back, he will murder him. Uh, and rash says, if you kill me, you'll kill your friend. Uh, Tobias is like, oh yeah, okay, I know that. Uh, but anyway, I don't have to, because I can just take out your eyes and you won't get anywhere. Uh, so he morphs back. Hmm? Fucking ice called Tobias.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Uh, t- Tobias Tobias has become a badass. I feel like he was for a long time, but <laughs> he's like he's 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 literally two pounds and he destroyed the entire ship. Tobias yeah, is like yeah. is... as a
1: he got more powerful as a bird. He knows how to use fucking laser guns now, and he is also willing to grab a person's skull and crush it to kill him. Huh. Tobias OP. Um, I do want to so... mention
0: just briefly, like. As much of this... We've talked a lot about how the plot happens at the back half of this book, but it is unbelievably frustrating to me that it literally just skips two days. Like, we get Saturday, and then we cut to Monday morning. Yeah,
1: it's a little goofy. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. uh, Yeah. It is annoying. But...
0: Yeah, i feel oh, like if just this had happened is. later in the series the york would have been better at pretending to be jake and this would have been mm-hmm. a whole book affair and not a six chapter thing
1: <laughs> no. yeah like the fact that like i mean back when i was like predicting that this was going to be the book where jake got yorked basically it was like oh that's probably going to happen really early on since we have a whole mm. sequence of events right nope nope,
2: <laughs> nope. um so at this point, the Yurk is starting to fall back on not necessarily hopes of his own victory, but hopes of victory for his people. He is still taunting Jake, but now not by saying, oh, I'm going to crush you and make you into my slave. More like, you're going to lose eventually. You can't win. Humans are blind to what's happening, and the Andalites aren't going to make it here in time. So there's no reason for you to fight. And then Jake responds that, yeah, but you won't be alive for it. So... <laughs> <laughs> uh. And he's 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 taunting the earth with with like how much little time he has left. And Temrash responds by say by calling him cruel. And Jake says, "No, I don't think so." Um, and Jake asks if 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 Temrash expects pity, and 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 Temrash responds, "No, no, because we don't offer it." Uh, well, I don't know what else you expect then, because you <laughs> definitely be cruel. <laughs> and. In, in in his stead So, you know if, if you're cruel, expect cruelty That's just kind of how it works Well, um,
0: that's certainly fair But, you know, maybe Temrash is, like Weirdly proud of Jake, I don't know I thought you were a may- ding-dong But actually, you're cool
2: <laughs> Uh, maybe I don't know, I feel like Temrash has developed A kind of grudging respect for Jake And the rest of the Animorphs And for Earth, because Um Oh, it, it's 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 definitely a very grudging respect for Earth because <laughs> he he, rem- he remarks that the Earth homeworld is simpler, uh, no more than a hundred animal species, and me as someone with a biology degree. Uh, I'm wondering how the hell does that work?
1: <laughs> yeah, there's how, not enough. That's I mean, me knowing nothing about it, but even I can probably be like, there's not enough biodiversity to sustain a planet. Yeah, Netflix. how do you how do you man,
2: how do you maintain a, a stable ecosystem, and also how do you have like a system where species only evolve into a
1: hundred niches? I mean. I guess I guess the follow-up question there is whether or not it started at a hundred, or it's just a hundred now because the Yurks basically wiped out everything that they deemed not necessary. I, I don't think they'd have time for that. Yeah, yeah. No. They, they, I is... mean, it's it's that's still a case of like, well, aren't you also setting up your planet to just really like fall into collapse because it doesn't have we'll, an ecosystem that can we'll, sustain itself?
2: We'll we'll learn more about the Yerks' history in later books, but the timeline doesn't work out. the, the Yurks wouldn't have had time to have like drastic changes on their planet that were caused by them yeah Uh, Uh,
0: it's like i've mentioned a couple times that the yurks arrived on earth in 1969 and that's not strictly true um it is mentioned sometimes (laughs) but actually the yurks discovered space travel in like
2: 68
1: so oh (laughs) yeah no it's so, it's so they've only been at this for like 20 something years actually. Yeah, they
2: well even and and even even that is an understatement because again we'll learn about the history of the Yürks more, but um they there are reasons they wouldn't have been able to modify their planet to that extent. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. It's a bit of a spoiler. Anyway, the Yerk um, home world is okay. a
0: radioactive hell world, so the only species that yeah. evolve are the ones that can resist radiation. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's true. Because um, I think isn't isn't, Kendra- of isn't <laughs> the same thing that makes the Kendrona like nourishing to Yerk's also Ooh, lethal to most horribly, species yes horribly lethal to mo- yeah
1: <laughs> 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 okay that brings up another question though jake fell in that shit <laughs> I, 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 I feel like over time well over no time jake
0: fell in be... the yerk pool that's not the candrona the candrona
1: is different fair it had yeah. like synthetic candrona or whatever but it's like still... well, there,
2: there is there is a candrona a machine that produces candrona rays that then like
0: beams them into the it, pool yeah
2: beams them into the pool i feel like if you were exposed to that shit for too long you might get cancer or something but, yeah probably uh so yeah it, we we learned that the the um we learn a bit more about the yorks here we learn how the yorks see themselves they used to be peaceful they didn't they they were uh parasites not predators they took um it says they took many different species as their hosts. That's not true, though, because nope. they only really took the Geds as their hosts.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Uh, but they they co-evolve along with the Geds, um, and then the Andalites come, and uh, at this point they had nothing better than the Geds
1: for hosts.
2: Uh, I'm and now,
1: I'm now trying to think of a like variation of the Avatar: in The Last Airbender mm-hmm. intro of like, in then uh, one day the Andalites attack. <laughs> but we don't we don't learn. What happens when the Andalites come?
2: Um, Axe knows the story, presumably, and Temerash suggests that Jake ask him sometime. This will not become an important point of contention (laughs) in later books. Certainly not. Uh, So, hours pass, and soon when dawn comes, Jake begins to feel the Yurk dying. Uh, there's only a few hours left, and the Yerk Temrash calls this the fugue. Um, he says he will not enjoy it, and certainly it it, it it's not it, it doesn't end up being very uh, pleasant. Now, luckily, Jake is somewhat removed from the agony, but it's still there, and Jake is still feeling it. It's just dissociated from him. There's it feels like star it says starvation and death by thirst all rolled into one agony um the sun comes up and hassie notices that that jake is clearly in pain um and guesses that the fugue is happening ax had told them apparently what to expect here. So, Cassie is there for Jake to comfort him through this. What's interesting to me is that when she holds his hand, it's intended for Jake, but Jake can also sense that Temrash is accepting the comfort as well. Um, and a part of me thinks that Cassie wouldn't be wouldn't have a problem with that. She's yeah, Compassionate like passionate he... enough that at least, even though this is an enemy, even though this is someone who is doing terrible things, she would still want to be there for him as he dies.
1: <laughs> yeah, it it's um, it's kind of like uh, one of the things that like uh, 3 talks a lot about where it's like, yeah, these people are assholes that are fucking around with the entire planet's structure and everything, but they still it, kind of at least deserve some respect in death in a sense. Well like, and and there's
2: something about death that is very humbling and equalizing. I think.
1: Yeah, that's like not even not even these alien slugs that are taking over people by force. Are yeah, we all, above it all. we all go to the
2: same place. We yeah. all end up yep. like yeah, it's it's dust to dust. We all come from dust. We all go back to dust. So, at a certain point, there's a, there's a there is a kind of kinship with the Yurks here. Um... And there's a kind of intimacy that's strange and almost disturbing that, that Jake is having because we're getting flashes of the memories. memories. The, the was was born blind in a pool of liquid with no knowledge of the world, no ability to communicate, no ability to actually have agency with anything. But then he infests a ged. And this is where Jake learns what a ged looks like. It's like a little you know, wrinkled blue
1: monkey with three fingers. To be, to be fair, he saw them on the ship last book. He didn't realize that they were get Yeah, he he has seen them. He didn't know they were Ged. Yeah. But now he knows what those are. Get
2: have dim vision, clumsy mouth. They're not very good hosts. They're uh kinda of shitty.
1: Yeah, I like I, I looked this up and when I heard Ged earlier on, and it's like, they don't even walk, like, like straight, they kind of just like have one leg that's longer than the other, that seems like that's like, how to yeah. fall that way?
2: Yeah, no, and, and they'll mention that later, it, it's implied that the only reason the Ged were able to survive is the fact that they were under the control of the Yurks, who were smarter than them. Gotcha. So there was almost a symbiotic relationship there. Even mm-hmm. even then, though, the Ged that's being infested is still terrified, um, and the Yurk is still arrogant. Uh, Which, I guess, as a species whose entire thing is gaining control over other beings, that that makes sense. That arrogance makes some kind of sense. (laughs) Um, This chapter ends with Cassie uh, putting her arm around Jake's Jake's shoulders and comforting him. Um, The Urk is dying, and Jake agrees that he is. He wants to say it, but he can't. I have called chapter four... He will bear thee away uh, to the houses four. of Lemon. Sorry. I have called chapter 20. Sorry. Edit, going that back. <laughs> edit that out. I have called chapter 24. He will bear thee away to the houses of Lamentation beyond all darkness, where thy flesh shall be devoured and thy shriveled mind be left naked to the lidless eye. That's a lie. Too. Well, it's a quote from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Fair. It's a lie. Um. <laughs> Uh, of course, the the, the key turn there being the lidless eye. Um, <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> so the fugue, uh, the fugue continues, and Jake begins watching the Yurk die. Um, he sees more memories of the Yurk's life, and the Yurk is crying in pain the whole while. He gets flashes of emotion. Yurks have emotions. They don't feel love so much, which makes sense because they don't really have families. They don't really, you know, form relationships, like romantic relationships in the same way that humans do. But they do feel affection. They feel pride, regret, fear. Um, Certainly a lot of fear right now. And those are emotions that Jake can understand. Also, love is interesting because we'll learn more about that later. <laughs> and it is important to remember that Yerks have a, a deep connection to their hosts that is perhaps deeper than they would like to admit. Uh, so, along with the Yerks' memories, Jake is also experiencing the minds of the hosts of the yerk. Um To a certain extent, those memories those people are becoming a part of him there's the hork warrior who who fought the yurk well there's a ged first of all who has an unpronounceable name uh the hork warrior who fought the yurk every single day um so apparently the whole fighting when you know you're gonna you know you're you, you've lost already thing <laughs> is something that hork and humans have in common uh <laughs> And I, I love the Hork-Bajir so much I, I'm really excited to learn more about them Yeah,
0: I still feel like the What the Hork-Bajir are has not been finalized At this point, but It's yeah. gonna be so good
2: <laughs> Yes, it is um, So There are more memories than that And it's more than memories That Jake is absorbing It's also Parts of the person That, that the Yurk has has infested uh, and, and now that, that the Yurk is dying, all of this is getting uploaded to Jake's brain. Um, the the Ged, the hort and Tom. So he sees how Tom joined the sharing. He was following a girl. Um, he went to some meetings, and then he was in the wrong place at the wrong time, stumbled into a secret meeting. The girl was a controller. He saw Visser Three in the Andalite body, and then after that, He was doomed. He got dragged to the York pool and infested involuntarily. I suppose there must be a kind of relief that it wasn't a voluntary thing there, but it's still painful for Jake to feel Tom's despair in in that moment, that fear. Um, The York is no longer in pain, quote, it was beyond pain. Uh, and at this point After all of this information Is, is just like Floods Jake's mind uh, He opens his eyes on his own And looks into Cassie's eyes um, And somehow she knows Because she's uh, a, a mystical wizard I guess
1: uh, <laughs> And I'm only Half kidding there that... Yeah you're not wrong with all the stuff that Cassie talks about um, in, From her perspective in her book
2: Yeah Yeah uh, That Jake is, uh, in control of himself again. And the Yurk concedes final victory. Shudders. There's a physical spasm, I presume, inside of Jake's head. And, uh, then something really weird happens. Jake sees through reality. Sees past and into and, I would guess, outside of things. Um... He can see the, like, basically through four dimensions. Um, and he sees a thing, a creature machine combination of both. Uh, no arms, but it has an eye, a big lidless eye, slowly turning and then settling on him. And it sees him. And he cries in, it says, silent terror, tries to look away. Uh, And then when he opens his eyes, it's over and he's there with Cassie and uh, yeah, we've been introduced
1: to someone who will be very relevant much, much later. Meanwhile during this I'm just thinking of the cat transcendence (laughs) meme But it's Jake doing that to see Sauron (laughs) (laughs) I mean,
2: yes, but also
0: we've been introduced to two people later Because there is just the tiniest hint here that there's something else going on
2: Oh, would you, I, I might have missed that, would you like to share this?
0: And when I opened my eyes again, all I saw was a weird glow The glow faded little by little Hmm, I wonder mm, who that could I be. I see. That,
1: ah, uh, yes, yes. So, I don't know if uh, I'm supposed to know what this is yet. You are definitely not supposed to know what <laughs> You're this is yet. You are definitely not. Okay. Definitely not.
2: But we are, this is, this is possibly one of the most important scenes to the overarching story of the book, of, yep. like, this book series. That mm. we have reached so far. This is not just like a one-off. Ooh, some trippy shit happens. This is important, which is why I, cr- which is why I chose that quote for this, <laughs> uh, and why I wanted it to be so like out, out of, out of the ordinary. I've called chapter twenty-five consolation. Um, Jake is home, and his parents are worried about him. <laughs> he's been really weird recently. You see, he's been eating like he's trying, like, like, crazy. He's been playing with his words. Uh, and somehow the jerk that is now in Tom's head didn't realize anything, like, didn't pursue this, didn't try to follow up on this strange behavior, or maybe uh, I, I guess they just all assumed he'd gone crazy. Uh, <laughs> but he'd been... Eating like crazy He'd been um, uh, He'd been playing with his, his Word because he was Axe mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. And there, there's a quote here Where where Jake thinks to himself uh, After uh, um, Tom m- Mentions how weird he was acting Oh and were you suspicious Yurk Well I'd hope so <laughs> I'd hope he would be
0: <laughs> Axe just in the corner crouched over going. What's taters, precious? And then everyone acting (laughs) like that's just totally normal. Potatoes.
2: Potatoes, Mash them, boil them, stick them in a stew. God, I Um, I, I
1: love that fucking silly, like, video that's basically just, like, the potatoes thing as, like, a song in a sense. (laughs) Potatoes, 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 or whatever it was. Uh,
2: he, He can't sleep very well that night. He has this dream again. Um... The, the, you know, the tiger and Tom. Um, there's a report on the hospital. Uh, there was no explanation for why the hospital was closed down, but it was. And, of course, Jake realizes it's because the Yerks knew their cover was blown, uh, so that's not going to work anymore. Um, so they succeeded in their mission, at the very least. Um, But, obviously, this is not cause for celebration, because... The Yurks are simply going to redouble their efforts, and their job is not done. Uh, Jake has one more thing he does, and it might be stupid, but he needs to do it. He goes to Cassie's barn. They use he uses her dad's quote cellular phone <laughs> uh, <laughs> to call Tom. But before he does, he he morphs just a little bit to dog in order to change the shape of his mouth, tongue, throat, changes voice. Um, which is, I think, one of the first indications we see that you can actually do partial morphs, um, which you think would have more applications
1: than they use here. But... <laughs> but there was like a there was a bit I remember in one of the books where like Cassie morphs back to human but maintains her bird wings for a bit before she poofs them well, back Ca- out. Cassie, Cassie has special ability to like yeah, control Cass- a special
2: how her that. morph proceeds, but yeah. anyone can stop a morph partway through. Yeah. Yeah yeah like we um, saw
1: with uh with the yurk basically being like you know when uh tobias had grabbed him by the fucking head during the crescent like if if
2: cassie had like a cat morph or something you you, you i i you think uh, that she could like grow claws
1: if she wanted but uh, i mean um, a, cassie gets a cat morph and then she is a hit at like any like uh fucking uh, comic-con or so <laughs> convention because she can basically give herself realistic ears t- and cat t- tail t- her, yeah she's like i'm here as a um, cat girl yeah <laughs>
2: So, uh, after a while, Tom picks up and Jake tells Tom, quote, don't give up, Tom. Don't ever give up. Uh, and then ha- hangs up immediately. And um, Jake is sure that the real Tom heard it. And he knows now because he knows what it's like to be a controller. Um, and there are also echoes of Tom still inside of his head uh, along with the hork and the ged and we end the book uh by suggesting that you know it's possible that the animorphs could win because it's a strange universe and a complicated planet (laughs) Uh, the capture (laughs) the capture and i gotta say this is a great book i, love I mean it's it. it's yeah it, it's super good and it, it it really starts to get us into uh some it's like the, the first hints of parts of this series that i'm very excited to get to but that we won't really really even completely explore until the very end <laughs> <sighs> uh with uh, a certain book we're gonna have to read in the middle of another book
0: Yeah, Um, that's going
1: to be a difficult one,
0: but I'm looking forward
1: to it. Wait, hang on. There's there's a time where we're going to have to pause the book to read another book? Yeah, we'll get like two
0: chapters deep, and then we'll have to go read an entirely different book.
2: One of of the Chronicles books takes place partway through the last book. So, in other words, we'll have to read the first couple chapters of the last book and then switch to this one and then go back to the last (laughs) one. Because the thing is that this Chronicles book spoils something pretty extreme this some, from, from this, the last book, so... This
1: is some fucking Kingdom Hearts 358 Days Over 2 shit taking place during the end of Kingdom Hearts 1 throughout Chain of Memories and before <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 2 kind of nonsense. Like, it's like oh, you geez. have to you have to stop when Sora stabs himself with the Dark Keyblade because that's when Roxas gets created. You gotta play through that shit. You gotta finish Kingdom Hearts 1 after that. You have to start Chain of Memories and play three, five, eight days at the same time is... after, like, those organization guys go off to the Castle Oblivion, finish both, and then start Kingdom Hearts 2. This is one of the reasons that
2: anytime anyone talks about Kingdom Hearts, it's it dumb. just, it's, <laughs> yeah. no, it, it makes
1: absolutely
2: no sense to me. It's like...
1: <laughs> it's because they just keep creating so many prequels and interquels and other bullshit, rather than just actually progressing the plot forward. Which is why Kingdom well, Hearts like... 3 really doesn't finish anything. It just makes more it's, questions than an answer. <laughs> it's also that the lore is so complicated. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, it's it's
2: it's basically like, oh, the uh, the, the Schmarbles become the flubles if the Flubbles
1: are affected by the wobbles, but though they're, they're, mean, they, but if they're not affected by the wobbles, I they mean, become Flubbles. <laughs> you're not fully wrong, because that's basically just you saying how nobody's form. Not, obviously, are nobody. Nobody's in Kingdom Hearts, because it's like they're the empty shell that gets left behind by a heartless, which is... It's so yeah, fucking and if, stupid I that heartlets are made entirely of hearts and not are the empty shells left behind without a heart. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> the, about.
0: That's exactly how I formed.
1: And <laughs> when the
2: and when the shweebles are split from the flobbles, the shell becomes the fooble, and it's it's uh-huh. that's what it sounds like to me. It's, yeah, and, it, and then, There's and then no then that, context for anything.
1: And then that doesn't even get the inv- unversed involved, because the unversed are another stupid fucking thing that they created just to have a different, right. a different enemy to find in the prequel game.
2: <laughs> so The Capture was a very good book. I liked it a lot. This is, I think... Uh, where Jake starts to grow on me a little bit. Yeah, um, he's,
0: he's being yeah. a person now.
1: <laughs> it's definitely a stronger book for his just characterization and growth than the first one, which, to be fair, was the first book. It had establish a lot of stuff.
2: Yeah, that's true. Uh, also, weirdly enough, I don't think there was a single thermal in nope.
1: here. Nope, no because i mean he's a bird for a little bit when he's captured but there's no thermals in that part
2: yeah so no no increase on the thermal count here however on book six what are we at
1: uh
0: we are currently at 30 thermals zero for the book so
2: we're so we have plenty
0: yeah we have an average of five per book right now
1: i'm pretty sure there weren't Um, any thermals last book either right
0: there were a couple. um, is...
1: Did we get a
2: any any dings on the "Don't Call Me Prince" counter?
0: Uh, we did get one for this book, which brings our total to two. Okay. But okay. there's something we should probably talk about. Uh, who gets the point for
1: Temrash? <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Um, Does he get his own point because he get jumped inside Jake's head, which led to his own death? <laughs> <laughs> I, I. Or is it, give- is it a shared point across, like, all the kids except for, uh, to, like, except for Jake, because Jake didn't stop him from escaping?
2: Would that mean that we'd have to divide the point in <laughs> yeah, five? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Like it, I don't like think all the I like ki- all the I don't want except... to get... I'm willing we don't to do get, point we, fives, we wanna... but a point two is...
1: <laughs> you <laughs> know... It'd be, f- it'd be really funny, though, if we gave a point two we... to everybody but Jake. <laughs> you know...
2: What if... We just don't count it, because it's starvation. You know, it's not technically... Well, no, that's It's still kind of because
1: he starves of Kendrona deprivation because they stop him from escaping.
2: Yeah, if you locked It's kind of still
1: on the kids, in a sense.
2: If you locked a human in a shack until they starved, I feel like that would be considered murder. Yeah, yeah, that's
1: that's still on you, because you locked them in.
2: Uh... That's why I'm what okay with
1: us we, if we just gave everybody one point, or even just a half. But it'd be very funny if we gave them point two, except Jake.
2: I think I think I think half is is the best option. Uh, but what if we gave them point two and then rounded down to zero? <laughs> no, we have to do at least point five in that case. <laughs> Can't round. Uh, how about we we get we keep the number the same, but then add asterisk also helped kill him. <laughs>
1: doesn't ask like five of the six out the worst sorry jake <laughs> you didn't actually get to do anything to help kill this one yerk in your head <laughs> i mean i guess do technically we, we kind of have to maybe give him a point because he's been distracting him for like three days straight just being like annoying and talking about gundams in anime <laughs> did a did axe do anything
0: uh he was just busy beating jake the whole time yeah he was never there that we know he of. Does,
1: he does. He does. I feel like he gets some credit though, because he's at least like keeping up the facade. Uh, but he's he's not he's not active
2: he's not actively involved.
1: So I get. So does this mean? Does this mean Tobias Marco Cassie and all get 0.25? Uh, <laughs> 0.25, I think. <laughs> Fine. <laughs>
0: Why are you making me do math on our Animorphs podcast?
1: Wasn't it you who actually decided to keep a kill count?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I didn't decide to do decimals.
1: (laughs) We started doing decimals like immediately when we were like, okay, is this the host that also died, or is it just the yerk or was it just the host and the yerk got out kind of deal? So that it started off as a nightmare.
2: <laughs> no, that that if if you if you kill the host and the yerk it becomes two. We 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 started decimals because Tobias was doing things that oh definitely right, get yeah.
1: Tobias T- 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 was Tobias was maiming hosts that would just basically get them disposed of because they were useless. Yeah, so right. he got assists. Uh, so yeah,
2: I feel like um.
0: Okay, fine.
2: <laughs> 0.25. and the best part is they're gonna—that's gonna stay there because they're not—we're not gonna get like an even, <laughs> nope, an even that's, whole number again for them. That's
0: oh in it for the long haul. <laughs> it's
1: gonna be so funny uh, when, like, five years from now, we're on the last book and we're like, "What the fuck did the 0.25 come from?" Because I feel I've forgotten yeah. entirely. <sighs>
2: All right. so. Vivian, your
1: perspective, as someone who has not read these books before, what do you think? Uh, it's probably one of the more interesting, I, again, we've mentioned that, I, that we, we all would have liked if it was actually way longer of a uh-huh. time when they were dealing with the York inside Jake's compared to just, like, yeah. three or four chapters, really. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's like, I feel like they could have taken out a lot of the, like, other side stuff like they didn't really need the whole like attempt as cockroaches thing they could have just immediately jumped to we're flies and going in here because i mean that's what's on the cover so they could have at least cut out some of that earlier stuff and just being like yeah we gotta we can take out that earlier bit of a preamble in order to actually get to more chapters of dealing with temerash but yeah i don't know i think it's probably i would say maybe like I don't know why I'm reading it in terms of all the other books, but I would think like third favorite after like the bias mm-hmm. and Marco books. Interesting. Okay, okay. yeah. I think that's yeah. partially just because like so far like the like first uh, Jake, Rachel, Cassie, and the uh, like those three books were kind of weak in my opinion.
2: <laughs> I think I okay. I'm I'm excited to, to hear how you what do you think of the next book Patty, because <laughs> with 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 the first Rachel bit oh. being so weak. With the first Rachel book being so weak, this next one's actually, I would say, pretty strong. Uh... Yeah,
0: with the conclusion of the capture, we have now finished what I loosely term as the motivation cycle. Everyone has gotten their expanded reasons to fight, and that means that next time we're just going to go buck wild.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I yeah. wonder how much we are still going to get explanations of what your and Morphing is, though. <laughs> How many, more, how, get... many more cha- how many more chapters do we need to spend just describing that morphing is gross?
2: <laughs> A lot of that exposition will happen in the Alien, uh, which we have to get through Book 7 and the Megamorph, which I'm not looking forward to because I don't like the Megamorph. <laughs> but uh, uh, then we'll get to... Um, then we'll get to the alien, and then we'll learn a lot more about that kind of thing. I'm
0: excited Mm. to get to book 12, because when we get to book 12, I have to start an entirely new type of counter that I can't tell you
2: about yet. (laughs) Oh? Okay, I'm excited. Yeah,
0: see? Foreshadowing. (laughs)
2: Uh,
0: But in the meantime, Uh, do we have any closing thoughts here? Because I think we're just about done on this one, huh?
2: (laughs) Once again, this was the first book I ever read. It was definitely a weird way to start the series (laughs) as a child. Yeah, I'd imagine. Uh. (laughs) Uh, and I have to say that it, I I am no longer as disturbed by it as I was as a wee as a wee tot. But uh, it, I don't know it, it does a lot to humanize the Eriks in in a way that we haven't previously, and we'll get more of that, especially in several Cassie books, um, two that I'm thinking of right now. But it's almost, like, what what I thought was impressive is that it's almost tragic when the Yurk dies. This is an absolute asshole who has been nothing but terrible (laughs) to the main character. And yet the fact that he's so humbled and that we see his experience of death, it... I would almost, like, like Jake doesn't feel pity. I would have trouble not feeling some kind of compassion for the Yurk. And I don't know if that would be a thing the Yerk liked or a thing <laughs> the Yerk found very, very uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, yeah it kinda could go either way of like whether the Yerk was actually like, well, I might have been a dick to you, but at least I can appreciate that you have some pity for me in my final moments, or and be like, How dare you fucking pity me, you s- s- little sub race of people. I think I you think there's, there's two worm. ways that
2: can I think there's two ways that can go. The York can either reject it or accept it as like a final a final bit of solace. You know? I mean he yeah. did he did, even though it wasn't intended for him, he did accept the comfort from Cassie's presence, mm-hmm. which you wouldn't expect a Yurk to do. Yeah.
3: yeah,
2: And I I think that that's the first hint we'll get that the Yurk are not two-dimensional cartoon villains. They have motivations <laughs> for the things they're doing, and as far as they're concerned, everything they're doing is justified. Um. So we'll learn more about their philosophy and their their whole history and sort of the the tragic nature of the York condition yeah for sure um but we'll uh that's 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 for later that that's i think cassie's the best one at getting us there because she's the one who is most likely to be compassionate toward someone who's trying to enslave her <laughs> uh <laughs> This you know, is kind it's, of a weird
1: it's... sentence to say, even if it makes sense. <laughs> it
2: it is though, isn't it? It's yeah. It it it, it, fe- it feels bad, especially especially because Cassie's not exactly like, white. Like like uh, yeah, but... like
1: yeah. Cassie being like, "Darn! If only they weren't trying to enslave us. I could actually feel a bit of pity for them." Hmm.
2: Yeah, well, that's the kind <laughs> of person Cassie is, and you know what? Yeah. That's good on. That's good on Cassie. A yeah, lot of it, people it, wouldn't be able to... It's like, but again, it...
1: like a bit of an inverse of, like, Grace, one of the main black characters in infinity Train, literally mm-hmm. saying the phrase, one of the good ones. <laughs> and it's like, well, Jesus it, Christ. <laughs> well, I mean,
2: it's... <sighs> She'll still tear a motherfucker's throat out with a uh, wolf yeah, I teeth. Know. <laughs> uh, and she does that. And she has done that. So far, even in the, even in the books we've read... But the thing is that she's not, she's not willing to completely abandon her compassion for any being.
3: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Um and, and we'll learn more about that later, which is why Cassie is one of my favorite characters. <laughs> uh, didn't used to be when I was a kid, but now, as an adult, with where I am now, um, I just, I just really appreciate her. She, keep an eye out for Cassie to Butterfly, because that, <laughs> that book... That book
1: is is just, is you, just uh, it's one of my favorites. Keep bringing up some like stuff where it's like, oh, the book where they turn the starfish, and now the book where they turn the butterflies are the most fucked book. And it's like, how the fuck is that possible? Cass- Cassie the <laughs> butterfly isn't. I don't forget what the name of the book
2: is or what number it is. I believe I keep that's number eighteen,
0: things. but I don't recall the name.
2: Yeah. It's not fucked. It's it's wild, but it's, <laughs> it's wild. And and it it's 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 the book I think that we
1: really okay, no, start uh, to eight, step into. Eighteen has acts on the cover, it's a mosquito.
2: <laughs> like so far so far we've learned what the yrks are. Uh here in this book we've learned a little bit about who the yrks are, but in that book we'll learn a whole lot more about who the Yerks are. Hmm. And I appreciate that because in a lot of kids' series, the, the villains would be written for this age group, yeah. the villains would be kind of two-dimensional, um, and in here, they're not. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and they, they first appear that way, but you know we're seeing them yeah. from the perspective of, of, of the people that they're fighting. So okay. they yeah. Everyone's got their own story. Everyone's the hero of their own
1: story. Also, also um, you were close, uh, Cassie the Butterfly is book 19. Ah. Here, it just went off. <laughs>
3: Well, At least I I'm assuming the one that's with her a on the good... cover turning into yeah. a butterfly. Yeah, that's would be the one. That
2: one. <laughs> well, <laughs> we'll get there. We have we have uh Yeah, we'll get there in like oh, a year.
3: <laughs>
0: well,
2: we also see we have we have a megamorphs in the way and then we also have Andelite Chronicles. We
0: actually have mm-hmm. two megamorphs before we get to that. So
1: Yeah. Cuz uh, yeah, Megamorphs 2 is 18 and a half. Yep.
2: <laughs> we have Andelite's Gift and then we have uh Andelite Chronicles and then we have In
1: the, in the time, time of the Dinosaurs. dinosaurs which, yeah. You know? <laughs> listen. It's dinosaurs, um, or are they going to Earth way in the past? Listen, don't worry about it. Um, I <laughs> guess... I'm, I'm, worrying, I'm worrying about it because it has dinosaurs in it. I want to see a person morph into a dinosaur now. <laughs>
0: listen, don't worry about it. Um... <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> I think my biggest note on this book, as much as I love the way it is portrayed... Jake is definitely going to be different from here on out, in that he's not the same sort of bland white bread guy that he's always been. But I feel like if I were writing this series, I would want to lean a lot more into the... the, He now carries the memories and personalities of all these things within him. And that's my biggest complaint. And I realize it's maybe foreshadowy a little bit, but he doesn't. Mm -hmm. He's still Jake, he's just a different Jake. He's not all of these things together, which... I think would be a very interesting way to go with him would be to start him as the normal guy and make him more weird and alien overall, but...
1: Yeah, yeah like, I guess so. Kind, uh, kind of like a little bit like how Tobias immediately went from, like, regular dude who gets bullied to is a bird now and also a fucking badass who murders everybody and that gets in his way kind I, of deal. I feel
2: like what Jake, what Jake gets here is more the impressions and some of the memories of these hosts hmm. and, and of the year. If If he got... All of the information that they had, well, yeah, that would had, be like, too much. Had like their personalities in him, then, then there would be. Well, we wouldn't really. Well, the entire plot of the alien wouldn't really, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, mean anything because immediately Jake would would learn some spoilers. Yeah, I mean, uh, I
0: don't, I don't want him to. I'm not saying that he should know everything they know, but having memories from someone, anyone, really influences the way you are, the way you act. Your memories are yourself, so, like, mm-hmm. the fact that he has these, even just bits and pieces, really, I think, should affect him in interesting ways, and I just feel like that doesn't get pushed out enough.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I I can see that.
0: Like, I don't want him to know um, where the secret base is, because he accidentally yurked a guy,
3: but... <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, or... Or we we could we could also learn who Zero is, like a couple books
1: early. <laughs> yeah, that'd be helpful for my purposes. <laughs>
2: uh, see, the, the the trouble is that you're not going to know enough about Zero anytime
1: soon. You'll I would know Ciro more is. than I do now, at the least. <laughs> yeah, which is okay. still Nothing besides your claims that he did nothing wrong.
2: Well, there's no guarantee. <laughs> Um, there's no guarantee that after book eight, the alien, you will necessarily agree with our claim, um, but there are reasons for it, and they are covered more in later, in later books. Indeed. Uh, so we'll see after, after that if you agree with what we're about to
1: say. Yeah, we're closing in is, on it. It's only like yeah.
0: two and a half more books until you find out.
1: <laughs> yeah. Hooray! Okay, so what? Like another like three months still. <laughs> Uh, Before we finish that book, I guess.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, because I mean, it'll be three weeks for this book, and then who knows how many for the Megamorphs, so.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, right, yeah. Megamorphs is on the
0: way. Yep. So I think that'll probably uh, cover us for today, but until next time, remember, Zero did nothing wrong. Definitely for sure. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yep, absolutely nothing wrong. Zero
1: did nothing wrong. I, I still maintain a bit of skepticism, especially since you're having to insist it, but I guess for the moment I still have to agree that Zero did nothing wrong.
2: <laughs> look, it's-,
1: it's You it's... can't put in a maniacal laugh right <laughs> after I say that and expect you to believe what I said.
2: Some people will say that he did stuff wrong, but if you look at the situation and the way events played out, he did nothing wrong. Goodbye. <laughs>